This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Monday. So much NFL we reacted to and looking forward to week two and Survivor. We'll get back to the NFL. Some stat leaders, some players that really stood out, target shares, targets across the league, and what it means moving forward, uh, potentially for the awards market. That's coming up about 20 minutes. Right now, though, let's dive into a crazy weekend in college football, Aaron. I mean, there was upsets after upsets. Notre Dame loses at home to Marshall. Nebraska loses again. Scott Frost fired. The Sun Belt beat two top 10 teams. And how about the Appalachian Sun State? Belt conference is like, I know. wow. Unbelievable. Appalachian State. They go to – um, they play – the North schools Carolina that paid almost so won. much then lost, thinking, oh, this is just going to be a cupcake game. No, no, no. Yeah, that was, no, I, that was a wild. The App State one was really the one. There's a lot, right? Notre Dame lost to Marshall. There's upsets everywhere in college football. But how about App State, Texas A&M? So App State nearly picks off North Carolina two weeks ago. And we wondered, all right, what does that mean? Now that they get blown out by Texas A&M, can they, can they stick with them? They're big dogs against A&M, number six team in the country. You look at the box score of that game, Joe, you mentioned really looking at the box score games, not just the score, like what, what really happened. Te- Appalachia State ran 80 plays. Do you know how many plays Texas A&M ran on su- Saturday? 38. Oh, 38. Oh, my God. doubled them up in plays. It wasn't – they only got two plays in – Appalachia State territory. They didn't cross the 50 till their final drive. Appalachia State dominated an SEC team on the road. I mean, that's that's as remarkable of an outcome. Like, upsets happen, but domination by App State over Texas A&M? I didn't see that coming. And then, of course, Alabama-Texas, a sweat for Nick Saban. So, if we're being realistic, nobody would ever think to do this or – you know, burnt light money on fire, which I think we've all lit, lit money on fire in the past. But uh, David Behrman put this out there. A $100 parlay, Georgia Southern, Marshall, App State, Washington State. $100 four-teamer, all of those on the money line. Any guesses, anybody, how much that would uh, win you? Hmm. I already saw it. It is okay. All right, so uh, maybe it's two hundred to one. Aaron, oh, it's better than that. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Four hundred to one. Georgia Southern, Marshall, App State, Washington State, one hundred dollar parlay pays you eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars at four hundred. <laughs> I don't know if any book's accepting that or they're like, okay, we'll take a $50 bet, but. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe they would have. I, I could see sports books taking that like, we'll take your free money. That's not happening. 
course. I mean, there's no chance. I mean, when does that ever happen? I mean, like, it's yeah. never but, in college football. And it, and it wasn't just the crazy upsets. It was Bama not covering against Texas when everybody thought that was going to be the case. Georgia did not cover. Ohio State didn't cover the monster number. That's one, two, three. Clemson, five. They didn't cover 45 and a half. Texas a six. We know they lost outright as an 18-point favorite. Notre Dame, eight. They lost outright as a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. Miami didn't cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wisconsin, they lost. It's It was wild. So we had the right idea. We just weren't crazy enough uh, to pick the right underdogs because what's it Friday right. when we started throwing these underdogs that we think could pull off an upset? Yeah, and it was the day before the NFL really launches. It, it, it did kind of fly into the radar. It was a poor card. But then it came onto the scene because – Nobody could believe what was happening. Back-to-back days, man. If you're an underdog player and you just take big shots on the money line, you had to cast some big tickets this weekend. Had to. So so what stood out more? Um, was it Alabama struggling or Texas playing well? Because, I mean, if not Bryce Young making a couple plays with his legs late, Texas wins that game. They had a lot of penalties, too. Our guy Jenks was all... You know, he was he was losing it Saturday. But the Longhorns tweeted about it. He couldn't c- get his emotions after that game. He was all over the place. We know he the loves Donkster the was Donkster was probably on Alabama. That was a loser. But sure. so Paul, you you were tracking this because Paul Paul had his show on Saturday. The right. BQL Daily was all over yeah. the BQL Network all weekend. Wild. Um. So the Bama won the first quarter, right? That was the, I mean, what a way to start the weekend. It was such a sweaty weekend. I mean, in the best possible way, but so yeah, it's three, three, nothing, three, three. And then bam has the ball. And you're just hoping for a miracle. Like went out to get coffee and like kind of checking the phone. Like, it's like, you're always thinking that with your bets. Oh, maybe there's a way they can cover with two minutes left, but the line was six and a half for the first quarter. Sure enough, look down, little game cast play by play, 80 yard run, touchdown Alabama. Like, all right, we got this. Next thing I know, I look down and there's like 30 seconds left and Texas is at the one. Like, what are we doing here? What happened? So like a long play. Uh, personal foul, and then basically Texas, Bama, first and goal at the one. I think that was around the play when Ewers got hurt. So basically Alabama had to stop them on the goal line one time, and we get to the second quarter, and that's exactly what happened. So we got to the second quarter, cashed the minus six and a half in the first quarter, and on the next play, Texas scored in the second quarter. So that was a sweat. Um, but no, show was good. Uh, a lot of action. Also a terrible game in Iowa, Iowa State. That was awful. Um but yeah, Florida, Kentucky was interesting. Pitt, Tennessee was a fun sweat. I actually tried to middle that, didn't work out, but uh, broke even. But yeah, it was a fun show. I mean, I I wish I had thought about you know some of these longer. We got Duke, but that was part of the parlay. That one didn't work out. Georgia State. I texted you guys like for the Tennessee Pitt was awesome. Are. Tennessee yeah, and, and the balls end up covering that big number on the road, even though they go to overtime. Slovis got knocked out. That helped um, yeah. for Pitt. So, yeah, busy, busy day. And then, like, the uh, it'll be interesting. Like, one of the marquee games this week, Miami going to College Station as well. That's going to be interesting. That number, I believe, opened around six. That's down under six now. Um, I will say the Big 12, it's, you know, we've been talking about it all summer and into the season, wide open. You know, BYU beats Baylor. So, you know, Baylor – Good team, but again, no clear favorite necessarily. 
do feel like this is, first of all, Kansas State lurking a little bit. Adrian Martinez, let's go there. But isn't a possible letdown spot for Texas this week? They lose their quarterback. Awesome. They just had. It's a probable. <laughs> probable letdown spot. Against UTSA, a school that does not have to go very far, has a lot of talent and continuity on both sides of the ball. 13 and a half. I'd love to see it get to 14, but that is one I loosely have circled. And then I'm going a little further down the board. I'm going to play Kansas State to win the conference as well, just because I think mm. it's open and a lot of these teams are vulnerable. And at 11 to 1, they've got as good a shot as anyone. Did you guys notice a lot of the teams that we hyped at this offseason, maybe they weren't great in week one, but they took care of business in week two? About the same thing. NC Utah, State. bounce back. Uh, yeah. North, North Carolina State, State, smashed. Yeah. <laughs> Oregon looked good, and they got destroyed. I thought Ohio State and Stroud looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made it look easy. Marvin Harrison Jr., bunch of catches. Mm-hmm. How – um, so – those spots, letdowns, it feels like we saw some of them. Georgia off the big performance. They win easily. But they don't come close to covering. What was that, 33 to nothing? I think Georgia and they were favored by like 52 points. Um, a lot a lot of those. There were, there were some letdowns. I mean, Notre Dame. I mean, come on. You got Ohio State people all week. They're talking up the Irish. Oh, they're more impressive than I thought. Blah, blah, blah. And then you lose outright to Marshall after hanging with the Buckeyes in a primetime spot. First Notre Dame coach to lose his first three games. Now I and now it's weird because it was a bowl game, then an opener against Ohio State. You know, it's it's kind of it's nitpicking. It's a weird kind of start to his career, but it's the facts, right? He's the first Notre Dame coach to go 0 3 to start his career. He needs a win. Marcus Freeman needs a win. Like now. Because that's that's an ugly start. Should we be fading these teams that pulled off the big upsets? In addition to Texas? Yeah, we could depending do that. on the number. Number always matters, of course, but sure. Here's a question for you guys: When are we going to find out how good Michigan is? I mean, they, that schedule off the jump is—I mean, come on, so soft. Oh my! Colorado God. State, Hawaii. Next week they're home against UConn. I mean, what are we doing here? Like, so I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm not sure they're going to lose until they get to Ohio State. We could have Ohio State and Michigan undefeated heading into that game. So here's their schedule. Colorado State, Hawaii, they've won those games by a combined like 107 to 17. UConn at home, Maryland at home, at Iowa, at Indiana. They get Penn State and Michigan State both at home. They go to Rutgers. They host Nebraska. They host Illinois. They're probably undefeated unless they slip up at Penn State or they slip up um, at or against Michigan State. They're probably undefeated heading into the Ohio State game. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. The schedule's Guys, so easy. Big Ten's. The Big Ten stinks. You know, case in point, what what they would say is, uh, well, Nebraska stinks, and we know what happened, yeah. but they would say, well, look at look what happened in Madison. In Madison! Why, why do we Washington need to bring State. in a power five? Why do we even need – Washington State's not good. Why do we – and they're favored to win by three touchdowns and they lose outright. Why do we even need to bring them in? Why? We're good. We're going to be – our season will be decided with our last regular season game of the year anyways, like it typically is if we're any good against Ohio State. And we know the other teams that we're going to have to face. Like these Power 5 teams, a lot of them – that's why I respect the ones that actually do something in these first few games. 
I respect those teams because the rest of them like, who cares? But that that would be the defense. Look at what just happened in Madison. Scott Frost is already fired after two games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I don't agree with it, but yeah, it's it's ridiculous. The Big Ten is shaping up horrible. It looks terrible. Is there a is there a second team? I heard a lot of people talking up Wisconsin just because they're used to doing that every year. And if you're going to pick somebody else that's not named Ohio State, you go elsewhere. Where is it? Is Minnesota good? I don't know yet. I'm not sure. I think they're – so what I do know is their game this week, Colorado is really bad. Like really bad. Like might be one of the worst Power 5 schools. 27. They're one of my favorite unders. They, they are terrible. Colorado might not win a game. <laughs> they are terrible. Minnesota lane 27 took, against them. I don't hate that. I took Minnesota 28 to 1 before the year for the conference. Maybe. Maybe they'll make it to the title game. That's the idea. I mean, if you want to fade the Big Ten, you could do something like Western Kentucky plus six and a half against Indiana this week. I think Indiana stinks. Um, I'm kind of interested in the SEC East because it looks like there's three teams over there. I wonder if any of them can knock off Kentucky, uh, can knock off Georgia when they play them. Kentucky went to Florida and won. Florida had the impressive week one, then lost to Kentucky, and then Tennessee. That's It might be as strong as the SEC East has been in a while. I'm not sure Georgia just rolls undefeated the way we thought. they got to play those teams. That might be tricky. Tell me, tell me why we shouldn't just – Put a large sum of money on Ohio State at minus one seventy five at BetMGM to win the conference. I can't give you a reason. Right, I mean every week that number is going to get higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they get they get Michigan at home this time. That game's in Ohio State to end the season. <laughs> oh no, that's going to be a different game. Oh man, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And Joe Michigan G, to your point about, game. are they? But yeah, again, so that you're not going to even know what they are. Like I think you got like Ohio State is going to have the edge. They're not going to have played anyone. And then back to the Georgia point, it, Georgia goes Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi State, who actually not terrible, uh, and then Kentucky. They are so they'll go to Kentucky. So Florida at home. Uh, Tennessee. Well, Florida's that neutral site game, right? The, they, the, the cocktail, cocktail party. party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tennessee at home at Mississippi State at Kentucky. I mean, that's not the easiest stretch. Mm-hmm. They could lose one of those games. Yeah, I mean, Texas is this not the favorite yet? Not the favorite. I was thinking that they might. There might be a move. Well, the but, quarterback got uh, hurt too. They lost. They lost their quarterback. Is this kind of what we thought? Mm-hmm. The top three teams and then a whole bunch of chaos. It's playing out just that way. I don't know who the fourth best team is. Doesn't that number yeah. on Nebraska seem a little short? Only catching 13 and a half against Oklahoma. Is there that Post frost, frost is out era. bump? Yeah, is yeah. that what people are thinking? They play better? <laughs> We've seen it we happen. Was it Basaccia last year in the NFL? Get him out of there, and then they, they won a game? Maybe. Joe Girardi, but they do stink. 
Yeah, the Joe Girardi bump, right? We've seen this. It, it happens. Joe Tony LaRusso. Yeah. No, he's, is he all right? He's, I think he's okay, right? He's coming back. Is he coming back? I don't hey. know. He like he went right. to Oakland, but he's not managing. Mm. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky L. Daly will come back. Look at what happened yesterday stats-wise, how it impacts futures on the Beck QL network.